0: Welcome to a bonus episode of Life and Film. Our guest today is here to talk about what it's like to be part of one of Netflix's flagship shows, Sex Education. What we can expect from her character Viv in the soon-to-be-released season three. And of course, how her journey as an actress began. Our guest today is Chinenye Izadu Thanks so much for coming on I straight away have to just say that I am genuinely a big fan of sex education not just saying that I love yeah. the show how how did that come about was it it was fairly early on in your career wasn't it you you got that part and, and got into the show
1: yeah I think I um, just came out of like a two year gap with no work and um, and I didn't have an agent at that point um, so I was but I heard that they were casting for Sex Education and I watched the first series um, so I went to I sent out a load of emails to agents I was like can you represent me please and then one got back to me um, my current agent now and I went into a meeting with him and I was like listen I heard they've cast they're casting for Sex Education could you get me an audition um, and he was like so he got me an audition like the next day um and I just kept on going through the rounds I think there were like four rounds um and I ended up getting it I think there's like a a video on my Instagram
0: like showing him coming to my house and being like you got the role and I was like yes (laughs) amazing I have to check that out that's amazing (laughs) because when you see someone's IMDB or the CV it's hard to know what that journey is and wow getting that job what was the process like of the auditioning and everything else I mean because by that point it was already a, a very established show um, mm. when it came to season two
1: yeah I think um, so I must have finished um, National Youth Theatre the rep company like 2017 no that must be wrong or 2016 blah blah, blah. Um, so it was like two years and then when I got the audition I literally went to the national with my friend Shiv and we were just going over the lines all the time we were just like really bashing them out um and then for the next day when my audition was I kind of had I kind of had like an idea of what I wanted to do and I think my thing was like you know what you haven't had an audition for a long time go in there and own that room so I went in and I was like I'm actually going to do the scene this way (laughs) and then she was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the casting director was like, actually, no, we're going to do it like this. And I was like, ah, OK, then. <laughs> um, so I ended up doing my version of what I wanted to do. And um, I thought I left that audition and I was like, that was shit. That was rubbish. I'm not going to get a call back. Um But I got a call back. Um And then the second round happened. And I think it was, I think the second round was either the chemistry read, no, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been, I <laughs> don't know, I'm gonna say it was a chemistry read because it makes sense in my head. It was me, Kida, um, the the executive producers, Jamie, um, the directors, Alice and Ben, and oh my God, I went into that room and I was so, so nervous because it was just like a panel and there was me that's never Read, done a chemistry read before in my life <laughs> so it was very intimidating but i was just like you know what balls to the wall let's just do it and i got in there and i'm pretty sure i forgot my lines <laughs> and i was just like oh damn um but you know i kind of went i was just being ballsy and i was like you know what let's just do it let's just do it let's do it again and again and um i think i'm really good at getting direction and i changed um, and I took the direction pretty well. So I left, um, and I'm I'm always really curious when you leave a room, what they're saying inside. And I was just guessing in my head after, and I went to Starbucks, I was like, they're chatting shit about me right now. (laughs) She's terrible. (laughs) Um, But I ended up getting another, um, I think I got the role or I had to re, I had to do another self tape for it. And then I ended up getting the role. Um, and I rocked up day one, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> this is mad! <laughs> I'm on such a big show." Um, but what is nice about Sex Ed and just the the Sex Ed family that everyone is so welcoming, and it was a lot of their first jobs. Like Amy, it was her first job. All of them, mostly. So I didn't feel out of place, and mm. you never felt maybe feel like an outsider.
0: Yeah. Were you a? Were you a? a watcher of sex education before it before you actually auditioned for it
1: i watched yeah i watched the whole series um oh, wow so, so the pressure was up.
0: on the when pressure, you in. I in
1: mean, there was no there was no pressure because i was like uh, i'm either gonna get it or i'm not and the likelihood is i'm not gonna get it so just do whatever i want in that room <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah no i watched it and i and i and i always i loved it i, I think the show is such a good gateway to talking about a lot of issues about sex and relationships all of that um it's such an educational show
0: sex ed i guess (laughs) Uh, yeah it's one of those shows where there you know sometimes if you have a show that has all these other things in it that are kind of you know it talks a lot about mental health and and you know young Mm. people growing up and all these things and you kind of think it's not shoving it down your throat though it's done in a really really Mm. good way and it's written so well that it's just done with a light of touch, you know. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's very it's warm. Calm. Yeah, it's very warm, and and I mean, I have to ask, is it? I, I read that it was it shot some of it in Wales. It's all shot in Wales. It's all yeah. shot in Wales, but it looks. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's sunny every single day. How do they... Well, we had an amazing
1: colour grader. <laughs> uh, well, it, it was... It, <laughs> no, it was really sunny those days. Like, we, was, we were filming in summer, so the weather was amazing. Um, the campus was just beautiful in the summer as well. It, mm. But yeah, no, Shabir, our uh, colour grader, is just amazing. <laughs> With making it seem just really bright and light. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it was good
0: weather. <laughs> It is a great show, and your character, I'm not just saying this, when she came in, (laughs) oh, here we go, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) When she came in and, like, the minute her, because, you know, there's lots of characters in the show, and there was, you know, several new ones in the second season. But the minute your character came on, I was like, oh, I like her. She's fun. (laughs) And then the character obviously developed, and just little moments, like, one of them still sticks in my mind now from when I watched it. Um, When you go up to go to the toilet and you're in front of, guy that you fancy and you kind of almost walk into the bookshelf but then do a little (laughs) twirl to try and like style it out um little things like that like was that was that in the script or was that something you just did or that that made that crease me up (laughs) (laughs)
1: no that was definitely not scripted I just I forgot that there was like a bookshelf like there and (laughs) (laughs) so I was walking and I was like I don't want to hit myself (laughs) so I I did the (laughs) little work But I feel we can all relate because we all had that in like school when we were just awkward and we just didn't know what to do and like how to move our body
0: (laughs) and just twirl away. That's amazing. I was expecting you to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a couple of takes. That was one of the ones that I thought about. But the fact you did that naturally and the director was there, that was really funny. It was great. like Brilliant. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all planned. It was all planned. <laughs> no, 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 no. I had it. It was, it was all my nose, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all my, it all my So now with the yeah. new series coming out, is there much you can say about it? I, I mean, I, I'm sure it's a lot under wraps, but is there anything you can give us, um, what we can kind of expect from Viv in the next season?
1: um well i feel it goes through a lot and she has to like really try and she it challenges her morals like what side does she go on um which side does she choose what where does she stand in life <laughs> um it's quite deep actually um her and jackson's relationship is it, kind of rocky um for a bit or maybe throughout the whole thing um but you see more about Viv's life, um, which is nice. Um, I feel this season for her is gonna be a great one. (laughs) There's a lot of ups and downs. She becomes head girl um, and the challenges that come with that, like respect, trying to get respect from other people is hard, being Viv. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think there's not much I can say other than that, unfortunately.
0: Oh, no, that's good. You gave me more than I thought, actually. And oh, no. I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. And it's September the 17th, isn't it? That it yes. Is.
1: Oh, very oh,
0: soon. Oh. Uh, you, you must be excited. I mean, yeah. at, you, did you shoot it during the pandemic or was it before? Yeah, we we oh, shot did. it
1: during the pandemic. But we were very lucky that Netflix set a really good guideline and we never had to shut down. Um which is very rare because a lot of productions were getting shut down during that time but we never mm. did um yeah
0: oh wow so do you, before, i guess you were yeah. having to wear masks and all the protocols and everything else. Mm-hmm.
1: before takes and stuff just to keep everyone safe it was very different shooting this season and also the weather wasn't amazing <laughs> this season oh no <laughs> um but i think it adds to the whole tone of the piece
0: (laughs) yeah yeah a bit moodier a bit darker a bit moody a bit darker there's a change coming in that (laughs) (laughs) it's like what they did with the harry potter films they they not only got darker in the story they visually got darker as the films went oh did they yeah the the grade almost on the last one was like almost black and white you're like this is so different from the first one um i don't know whether or not that's on purpose but maybe it uh, is let's say it is <laughs> maybe maybe um but I wanted to ask as well like you mentioned going in and doing the audition in the room now like the memory the distant memory of being in a room with a casting director and actually being there and reading a script feels like an age ago it's not you know it's yeah. not something we've I know, don't
1: even remember how to do
0: it anymore exactly a self-tape is basically life now and um, <laughs> yeah it would feel weird to then go back into a room with people where you don't have, mm-hmm. you know, five hours <laughs> to, yeah. to just do it over and over and over again. Have you, I mean, have you seen, have you been into a room recently and had any auditions like that? Or has it all been on tape? It's all been on tape. I feel like in, in-person
1: castings are just a thing of the past now, which is such a mm-hmm. shame because you kind of lose that skill as an actor. Mm-hmm. And having to prepare for auditions like that but I feel there's something really nice about self-tapes is, as you're saying that you can do it 50 times in your room um I'm really create the character but no there's something I miss about going in like my adrenaline yeah <laughs> Just, like pumping when you're in the room but when it's a self-tape it's like yeah whatever
0: <laughs> well you um, you're able to get your personality across in and Absolutely, it's kind of, yeah. it's a it's a feeling isn't it as well vibe yeah. um yeah. which is almost impossible to get across on a tape like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of uh I, I really do hope that kind of changes up soon and we go back to that Me too. um we actually have to learn the lines and go in, and not you know just read them off the <laughs> wall. Down to you okay. read it off a teleprompter. We T- all do that. T- we T- all T- do that. Oh, you do it too. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like just checking in there to see if you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I do that too. Oh, that's good to know. I thought I was the clever one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does it, Everyone <laughs> especially
1: does it. when like it's like tapes for America and it's like so much to learn. It's just like ah, oh, I can't do it. My mm. head, my head's not in it.
0: Um, so,
1: yeah. Our it's brains important. will have to
0: get used to, you know, if you get a, nice. a, a theatre audition and go in and they give you like eight pages and you're like, I can't remember how to do this this quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I feel with theatre like
1: auditions, like you can go in with the page. Yeah. So that's lucky.
0: That's true. Um, yeah, just true have to true. be familiar.
1: <laughs> oh, <that's>, see, <laughs> that's... even forgot how to audition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That's my nightmare though, because being dyslexic, I if i if i'm left to read something i have to essentially mm. i have to know it because otherwise if i mm. if i'm left to just oh, reading yeah. it, i'm like oh <laughs> trying to get it right <laughs> um, it's like reading or acting it's one or the other you can't have both <laughs> what do you want <laughs> yeah which do you want more um but what i want to ask as well like this with our podcast usually what we do is um we ask the person how they got to where they are and you know, it's, it's, it's great to hear about what you're doing now, but I'd love to hear how it all started, the love of acting and and how you first got into it. Um, what was your journey into it?
1: Um, I first, like, wanted to start acting when I was in primary school. We did this play called um, The Hoxton Gollum, where I was, I played this, um, it's not a real play. <laughs> um, it was written, but I played this, like, mad professor. And I just knew from that time, I was like, I really want to be entertaining people. I love acting. Um, and then I was just like, how do I cross the bridge to actually doing it as a profession? Um, but that was early on. Um, I did an, uh, I did junior guild tour, um, which was basically a, uh, a weekend class. And I I was just basically learning skills with acting and homing my craft, honing my craft. Um, um, and that just and that then I applied to drama schools because um, I was just like well I guess this is the natural progression you go you do this and then you do that um, but I didn't get into any drama school and I was just like oh no am I a good actor <laughs> um, and then I reapplied again didn't get in which is fair enough whatever I'm not bitter about it I don't need to go to RADA <laughs>
0: I mean, to be fair, you showed them now, like... Exactly. You know, now they want me on their they panel. They Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: They don't. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then I um, I heard about this thing called the National Youth Theatre. Um, and I did... And I, I auditioned once, and I didn't get in, and I auditioned the following summer, and I got in, and I did, like, this two-week course in Le bon? I think it's Le bon, whatever whatever. Um, and... After that, I auditioned for drama schools again, third time.
0: Not lucky, didn't get in. Um, Sorry, can and I just? I remember for my mom a second being... that is amazing that you you, you went you oh. went and did it three times, and you didn't get in any times, and yet yeah. you still push forward. That's a, I mean, that's a lesson to learn for anyone that's coming into this this world of acting that you've got yeah. to just keep going, oh. keep trying. That's that's inspiring. So carry on. I just wanted to. That's amazing.
1: Thank you, no, no, um, I feel you have to because I, you can see it. Like, when you're, if you're pas- so passionate about something, there is no giving up. There was no other alternative for me. I was just like, this is what I wanna do. Um, but yeah, I didn't get into drama school, no, whatever. Um, but I heard about National Youth Theatre Rep Company, which was a nine months um, intensive course. And um, it resulted in you doing three plays and the plays that we did with Romeo and Juliet, uh, Pigeon English, and DNA. And for Romeo and Juliet, I did not get a good role. Um, and it, it wasn't an opportunity for me to, to shine, um, which is fine. Pigeon English, I, I got a, dec- a pretty good role. I played the mum. And then for DNA, which I think was my favorite play, I played Danny, um, the dentist. <laughs> um, but yeah, it came on on the West End and I got an agent um, off the back of it. Um, but then I got dropped by that agent, which is completely fine. And that led me not having a job or auditions for like two years and I started writing um, and trying to just create my own work. And I wrote a play about like voguing and I put it on. Um, and that was a really good time in my life. Cause I was just, I knew I, I just had to be creative. There's something in me. I was just like, I just have to work. Um, And then after that, again, I think I said this before, I got the meeting, I I was writing to a lot of different agents, just asking them for representation because I I wanted to have auditions. And then one person got back to me and that was Joe um, at Curtis Brown, who's my agent now. And then he set me up with a meeting. And also backtrack, backtrack. I did this thing um, (laughs) when I was like quite young called um, the the event oh was it the event it oh my gosh it was like um advertised by disney and the whole premise was if you did this course you'd basically be a disney star (laughs) and i think it was fraudulent so that didn't happen um i went to florida with them (laughs) wow (laughs) mad it was so expensive I'm pretty sure it was called the event. Um, Yeah, we went to Florida. It was such an experience. And it was, we went to Disneyland and it was fun. But it was an absolute scam. But it just shows you how much I wanted to be in this industry. Um, But yeah, anyway, that was a long time ago. And and yeah, it was funny. But yeah, got the audition um, for Sex Ed and I got it, which was nice. And also, precursor to that i was i was in a show um with pappy show called girls um and i invited casting directors to come and see it um and priscilla john's people came to to watch it um and then off the back of that i keep saying off the back of that um they invited me to come in to audition for this show called strangers and i got that role so i kind of used me getting that role as a bargaining chip for agents. I was like, well, I've got this role, so sign me. <laughs> um But yeah, that's how I kind of got my agent and how I got sex ed. So That's my journey. It's a lot of rejection Um and it's still <laughs> a lot of
0: rejection. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, um, yeah, it's 90% of it really, isn't it? And the stranger and sex ed, which one came first? The stranger came first and it was first. a little
1: role, but like it was still my first thing Mm -mm. um that got me the other thing so
0: yeah the little things build up to big things and all I mean those two jobs are both Netflix as well so it's like
1: yeah I'm a Netflix baby (laughs) yeah good
0: work good work (laughs) and also you I mean we that that's I mean I (laughs) sounds a bit weird to be like I'm glad there was so much rejection I'm not glad I wish it was easier but that's a really good thing to hear. Like it is hard, and there is so much rejection, um, mm-hmm. and to keep going, that's what you got to do. Like to get to where you want to be. Um, and the fact that you're in this show now is like fair play to you. I am so happy that I got rejected
1: from every single job that I got because it, they weren't the right jobs for me. Mm-hmm. They weren't on my. They, they weren't for my journey, um, and the rejections led to the successes. Um and, and by no means um do I see myself as successful. I'm still crossing that bridge, you know. Um but yeah, I'm very grateful for all the rejections.
0: It's just as you say, like if you had maybe got something else and it would have stopped you getting to where you are right now. Um Exactly. And you do hear stories of I'm going to now quote this story. i probably get it slightly wrong. <laughs> but uh, I remember hearing from a friend of a friend of a friend that um, when Robert Patterson did Harry Potter, he then went off and he did a few other jobs and he was doing well, he was doing good. Um, but then he, he got a play and he ended up getting fired from that play and getting replaced in the, at the last minute. But if he hadn't have been replaced and he hadn't have been fired from that job, he would have never auditioned for Twilight, which obviously oh, wow. twilight was the game changer for him and he's yeah. a i think he's an incredible actor he's done so well and and he's done so many vi- uh, diverse roles mm-hmm. um and twilight even though a lot of people you know some people don't like it so much that was the job that obviously was the chain reaction to get all these other jobs uh, yeah. and it just shows you it's
1: that's such an interesting story i didn't know about that.
0: yeah yeah and the, and 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 rejection is sometimes This is what I tell myself. When I don't get it, I'm like, well, there's a reason for that. Something else is coming, and that would have Mm -hmm. stopped me from getting that. Um, But also... Rejection is key. Exactly. Rejection is key. And it sounds like Rocky, and it's how you get back (laughs) up again. (laughs) But it's true. It is true. Um, And I wanted to ask you as well, you've also got another project that I believe, I don't know if you're filming it now or if you finished it, but The um, Um, the School of Good and Evil. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just... Um, I think we
1: finished that like a month ago maybe two months ago yeah that was fun
0: wow and it's an amazing cast
1: <laughs> yes yeah it, it, it really is like I, w- I worked closely with um Kerry Washington closely but she's such a, a, a joy to to be around and like seeing her work ethic mm. really, really struck something a chord with me I was just like you know what I have to raise my game um she kind not like the first time i met her she came on set it she wasn't even filming she just came to see what was happening to see like people's characters like the journey of their characters and i was just like mm. wow you're doing a lot and you've obviously been in this industry for a long time and it shows she yeah she has so much grace and passion for this industry and she's creating her own work which is which is brilliant as well she's i think she's um a, a producer an executive producer she's just so good she's such a great actor as well and oh, she's incredible yeah you know what i mean like little fires remember that like,
0: she's uh, yeah. so good so good so and as good. you say and she's like, been doing it a
1: long time exactly but she she just possesses something about her that you just know she's a good person <laughs> and a, mm. just a good person yeah she's a good person to be around she's funny as well um and also like Charlize on she's um, a wonder <laughs> like watching her work is is great but then I always okay sorry I am to like swallow
0: <laughs> <laughs> getting um... so excited about Charlize Theron run. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> <Saladating> <laughs> my mouth gets really dry it.
1: talking about <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> but I, I always um, wonder when you're, you're of that, like, state status, um, how much pressure you have when filming. But she rose to the occasion. And, and I also realised, like, people fuck up even when they're, they're A-listers, they forget their lines. And that made me feel so much better. <laughs> mm. When I forget my lines, I'm like, I, I really beat myself up about it. But then seeing them guys forget, forget their lines, I'm like, oh, it's actually fine. <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> um, yeah, that was one of my realizations.
0: <laughs> have you ever had that moment where, I know I certainly have, where you know your lines, you know them backwards, you know them as if they're on, you know, they're in your mind totally. But then still, there'll be a moment where you just have a total blank, and you're standing there, and everyone's looking at you, and you're thinking, uh, "I, uh, what, where, am I? where am I? what am I?" Yeah. Uh,
1: Absolutely, there was like this um, point in filming where I had to like deliver a speech, and I was I was doing really well. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and then <laughs> I breathed, I took a breath, and I forgot the line, <laughs> and I was just like oh no there are so many people staring at me right now what am i gonna do am i gonna (laughs) improvise or just say cut (laughs) and i said cut (laughs) it's yeah yeah i i always have those moments but it's, it's how you recover from them i guess um and every again everyone's so supportive and they know it's a tough job like memorizing like pages and pages of dialogue isn't it's not easy mm. like it's like yeah it's hard <laughs>
0: what's your what's your process with no one judges me. Lines? Nice. <laughs> yeah that's the main thing you always think people yeah. are going to be like oh what are you doing but actually you know you've yeah. got a good team around you and they'll just be like it's fine like it happens all the time do you have a yeah. what's your process with learning lines do you have like a method of doing it i'm basically trying to find out I so i can find a better like, way of doing it <laughs>
1: i basically like get the script and i keep i read it like a couple of times and then i try i try to learn it (laughs) um and without any like intentions or anything no actions i just learn the lines purely for for the lines and then i get it on its feet and i do it again i perform it and then i start to put the intentions i i start to like get the con uh the the background of it and then i go to my friends uh, my friendship and we just do it and we keep on doing it so he's my line learning partner <laughs> um and we we're often at the national like doing lines he's doing his eastenders lines and i'm doing my sex ed lines <laughs> which i probably shouldn't say because he shouldn't know but you know <laughs> um, leaving but, yeah, leaving the script somewhere <laughs> I did that once. I did that once. <laughs>
0: no. I left the
1: script there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But luckily, it was still there. And no one touched it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um, <laughs> I heard a uh, story once. I was working on before I became an actor. I was I was working crew on a Harry Potter movie, and um, one of the crew left a full script on the train, and like the whole thing. And obviously, Harry Potter. Oh, I, knows heard what that. I think <laughs> it's a book. Yeah. You know, people know, but. They still they like came down on like a ton of bricks and it was just like oh my like I wasn't even trusted with the script, (laughs) so like if I had been I probably would have. Oh, that's the that person get fired. I can't remember well enough, but I'm pretty sure they did have a pretty. There was a bad end to it. It wasn't great, but I don't want to say either way because I can't remember. But it wasn't a good outcome, and I remember thinking, yeah don't do that oh god yeah the pr- the pressure yeah. of when you get the script for something like this for sex education do they have you got like a clause where you can't tell anyone anything about anything until a certain date on pale basically. of death <laughs> basically yeah um it's it's mouth shut until it's released no because the um i've noticed with the promotional stuff on this one they're not really giving much away in the <laughs> uh, in the trailers it's all quite secretive but um very much looking forward to it. I, uh, I, I did a little bit of a recap before um, making this phone call and uh, I'd, I'd forgotten how, because it's been quite a while since the second season came out. Yeah. And um, I was oh, yeah, I'd forgotten how much I love this show. It's, it's, one of the, it's one of the sort of highlights of Netflix. It must have been amazing that when, when you'd shot it all and you knew it was coming out, what was that impact like on your life um, when that came out?
1: I feel like everyone has this image that when when a show comes out and it's successful, your life completely changes. And more often times than not, it doesn't. (laughs) Um, Maybe you get more like auditions coming through, but nothing really changed. Um, Maybe that I got recognized more than I used to get recognized. But luckily, like I think COVID, no, COVID didn't happen that time. So I was going to say mask so no one knew me but that didn't happen mm-hmm. um, um, I mean I don't think any not that much changed for me um, personally um, I just I, I, just kept on doing my own thing I've just kept on writing and being creative mm. um, and not waiting for offers I'm just creating my own work um, that's one thing about me that will never change I'm, I will never stop being passionate about creating work um yeah I feel not, not that much changed in me in a good way like I've just kept on being me and authentic
0: and what kind of things um have you been writing what kind of things do you work on in in your spare time in between jobs
1: um I'm writing this tv script called uh Books Bros and Boys um and it's set in like the 2000s <laughs> so I've been doing a lot of <laughs> research about the culture back then the music everything and it's really taking me back to my school days um so i kind of like created like this playlist that includes um t2 heartbroken i don't know if you remember that i mean there's
0: some great music from that
1: was <laughs> such it is such a great period of time um so yeah so that's what i'm focusing on and i um i have a writing partner and we're doing another tv thing or, or movie thing we're just deciding um but yeah, I won't share that much about it because it's still it's very early, early stages, days, yeah. <laughs> so awesome, everything though. can
0: change. Awesome yeah. to keep busy and to to have something to keep you. I, I find like I need that. I need something like writing or you know exercise or something to keep me sane in between the yeah. jobs. Um, and how is is that your kind of coping mechanism when when you're kind of waiting for jobs and things like that? That does that really help you?
1: Yeah, it does. I think um during the lockdown. I don't think I did. During lockdown, Um, I got a group of actors together and we just did, like, play readings. Um, and that was really fun. Um, but, yeah, no, I turned to exercise as well, writing, trying to, like, call friends if they pick up. Um, just trying to keep myself busy. Um, I think lockdown was a really hard time for a lot of people, especially on their mental health and... And not working for a year is hard, isn't it, for anyone? So, yeah, I just had to try to keep my spirits up.
0: Mm. I mean, it's obviously this has come up a lot on the podcast and um, I've I've said it time and again, but it, it's kind of a weird time where there's never really been a time like this where everyone's kind of in the same boat. Um, mm. We've all been out of work and we've all been sitting there thinking, what, what should I do to sort of fill the time? Um, yeah. Whereas sometimes it's just you and you see all your mates who are in the industry working and you think, oh, oh. Um, so actually it's been a massive equaliser. But this has been wicked. And, and thank you for sharing your, your story. That's it's really interesting. And um, you clearly ha- are very you're never going to give up and um, you're <laughs> doing very well for yourself. So um, thank, you. thank you. I really appreciate it. And um,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Ah it's all good I'm very much looking forward to the new season I'll be sitting there and I'll be watching it along with everyone else So <laughs> good luck with it
1: Thank you so much
0: Thank you to our guest Chinanya. The new season of Sex Education Will be released on Netflix On the 17th of September We hope we carry a positive message To those of you starting out Those of you who are veterans in the industry And those of you who are simply Fascinated by film we are a small independent podcast and we're now part of Patreon. So if you'd like to get episodes early, amongst other bonuses, it would be hugely appreciated to have your support and word of mouth. Thank you. It's a
1: life and fail. It's a life and fail. It's a life and fail. It's a life and fail.
0: It's a life and fail. It's a life and fail. It's alive and fail. And you
1: better come back next month to a live.
0: For any questions or requests, please email lifeinfilmpodcast at googlemail.com.